All right. Hey, welcome to this episode of Creating a Life by Design podcast. Design? No, a Life by Design podcast. I'm Noah <laughs> Elias, your host, and I'm here with two amazing, amazing friends um, that I get to do life with, um, Scott and Christy Burroughs, also known as the Art of Scooter. I'm going to give you a quick little update on their bio before we get started because we've got so much to dive into. And I know today's just going to be an incredible day for you for new strategies that you can use in your own life to live on purpose. So I want today's time to be a great investment of time. We're not spending our time. We're not wasting our time. We're going to help you live as strategic as possible and getting the outcomes that you want. A um, couple of quick notes before we move forward. Thank you so much to everybody that is leaving comments also, hitting the like button, the subscribe button, click that link down below, share this and rate it for us because that actually helps us get more visibility. That's just a beautiful way that you can partner with us. If you're getting anything from these episodes, would you do us a favor? Hit that like, hit that subscribe, leave a comment and hit that share. Um, we want to make sure you don't miss out on the next episode as well. So let me just give you a quick little background <laughs> on um, the art of scooter and Scott specifically, but then we're going to really talk about so many amazing things in terms of their journey and really what it means to live a quality of life versus the grind of life and how they've achieved that, how they get it, how they grow it and, and how they continually um, use disciplines to maintain it. Uh, it's really, really easy to build a very beautiful gold hamster wheel of business and career but Scott and Christy have um, cracked the code and gotten upgrades, and we're going to talk about how they've gotten them and how they can implement, how they continue to implement that in their life and how you can do it in yours. Um, Scott Burroughs is a painter, illustrator, and designer working in Colorado Springs, Colorado. He graduated with his BA from Academy of Art University in, Sac in San Francisco, California. And upon graduating, he worked as a video game animator and conceptual artist for Sega before being hired by Walt Disney Feature Animation. Uh, Scooter worked for 10 years for Disney as an animator on movies and mentor uh, and mentor for new artists. And he credit, his credits include Pocahontas, Huntrack of Notre Dame, Mulan, Tarzan, Fantasia 2000, The Emperor's New Groove, one of my favorites, Lilo and Stitch, Brother Bear, and several shorts. And when the Florida Animation Studio closed its doors nearly 20 years ago, you moved back to Colorado and began a career in illustration, fine art painting, and design. Now, Scooter has always loved the mid-century modern commercial style from the 1940s to the 70s, and his distinct artistic style has been formed by a love and passion for the images of that era. Scooter's fun and playful paintings and illustrations celebrate the style and past and give life to a modern-day retro style of all things he loves most. Now, Scooter and his wife, Christy, partner with an amazing organization called Acres of Love, where their mission is to rescue and care for AIDS orphans in South Africa with those that are in special needs. Um, Scott says, I get so much joy and excitement in my heart about changing the world through creativity, hope, and love. And where, whenever you add my art or merchandise to your collection, a portion of what you invest goes to Acres of Love. And I love that I get to partner with this amazing collectors in, this, in bringing this hope, love, and family to these children. It's my hope that these people's hearts will fill with joy knowing that they are not only adding to their collection, but they are literally changing the world. Scooter is married to his high school sweetheart, Christy, and she is amazing. And they have two amazing sons, Maximus and Titus, and two lovable crazy cats, Butter and Sushi. And um, that's pretty awesome. So welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks for Thank being you. here. I'm Thank so pumped. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. <clears throat> well, we have, a, we have a very unique, unique uh, relationship and situation as to why we do life together. And it's, and it's, and it's grown um, over time. And I think it's really important for folks to hear not only the transformation that you've gone through, but that you continue to go through. But it really starts at the beginning of how we met. Uh, we were introduced uh, through some uh, a mutual friend, Jason. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember Jason, when he called me, he's like, listen, Scott and Christy are doing this art thing. And he's got this awesome you know, history with animation and all that. But now they really want to make, they want to venture out into like legit doing this as a business. And it's the whole like profitable artist Mm -hmm. framework of mm -hmm. how do you prove to yourself <clears throat> that you can make creativity and commerce coexist? How does mm -hmm. that happen? Right? Well, it's by design, which is the premise of this whole show, right? Well, here you guys are. And here you are um, embarking on this new journey, raising a family, going through these transitions and adjustments. 
and then you give me a call. So I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to you to kind of pick up from there. We do want to keep the story condensed because I know we have so much nitty gritty that we want to share with our listeners yeah, today totally. as to like practical, but let's just at least give them a frame as to how all this took place. Go ahead, Christy. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we had, a, we had a horrible day. Uh, it was like in the morning, like our business was just doing nothing tanking and so we had a mutual friend jay or jason and we reached out to him and he put us in contact with you um and the first phone call i had with you you're actually in the studio when you were airbrushing and i'm and i asked you several questions and you just i could tell you stopped airbrushing and you're probably looking up like <clears throat> you're like dude <laughs> dude that would take me like weeks to unpack all those questions but, but let me tell you what I do. And you, you, you brought up the coaching and mentoring and, yeah. um, that was the beginning of it. And, um, at first, you know, Christy wasn't there for that phone call. I told her what was going on. We scheduled a call with you and, um, it was a stretch, but I, we both believe in mentors and that was mm -hmm. kind of how we started working with you. Mm. Yep. So what were kind of the steps that we went through? What did you start to implement right away? Well, definitely do we know you? Yes. Um. <laughs> Start with you, but you looked at our website and you're like, you really don't have any assets. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah. we had, we had some random, you know, paintings, but it was mm -hmm. very, we didn't know what we were doing. We were guessing at everything. And yeah. you're like, you need to create assets. You need to be thoughtful and strategic about what types of assets you're creating. So that first year, one of the main things you things you had us do was, you know, creating series of art was was one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were watching uh, Noah Yu back in the day, um, now mm -hmm. he's a profitable artist, and just starting to work with you as far as like, how do you have, um, how do we do this type of business and do it well? And how do we do it as believers? Like, you know, we didn't want to just have a business mm -hmm. outside of God. And that was a big, that's been a learning thing for us. It's just like, we want to do, we want to do this with God. Mm -hmm. like the whole thing. And that's something we've learned through you and elite coaching mm -hmm. is like how to do this with God. Yeah. 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 That's good. Tell me a little bit about um, the, the structure and the framework that you started to implement. We talk about, you know, the getting the house in order and you needed to have assets. Mm -hmm. You kind of had a portfolio site, but you didn't have series of paintings. You didn't have collections. Yeah. You didn't have tiers. Yeah. You didn't have, you didn't even know what margins were technically in terms of like, you know, what do we make it for and what do we sell it for? Talk a little bit about what the first stage of getting the house in order looked like for you guys. I think, I mean, it's definitely evolved over the years of like how we decide what we're going to go after. But in the beginning, um, you know, kind of followed after one of the things you talked about was um, sending out surveys to our people. And we kind of even did that through social media, but we did it through our email list and just said, hey, what do you guys want to see? Like, mm -hmm. you know, we were, we looked at trends. I mean, practicality of just like, what color palettes do people want to put on their wall? What color palettes speak to our people? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. What subject matter speaks to them? Um right we got a ton of response off of that. And we had done that for several years where we send out a survey and people tell us. So it kind of takes the guesswork out. There are things totally. that he creates that, you know, he's like, I just got to get this out of my system. Um, you know, I want to do this, but, uh, you know, uh, in those first few years, that was super crucial for us to yeah. just ask the people, what do you want to see? You know, totally. so totally. that was one major way we kind of started implementing building assets. It was a combination of what do they want to see? And then what is he feeling, you know, yeah. he wants to do. I also think it was our platform that we used. We started with um, Art Storefront, which was a really great way for us to start. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, they had the printer and everything. <clears throat> and we started that way, but we didn't look like a brand. And that was something you were always just like, hey, let's, when people show up, they want to look like, you, you want to look like a brand. And so um, in one of our coaching calls, you were, you know, talking with Christy, told her, grab a bottle of wine and you're going to switch <laughs> yes. from art storefronts to Shopify. And that really, right. that really took us from that, you know, like in, we were infants. And I think that just really helped us grow our business to, to where we did actually, we do look mm -hmm. like a brand now. So that was a yeah. massive thing to do. It was a huge okay. job and jump and leap and getting connected, you know, through you getting a printer so that that helped. Um, and just mm -hmm. the quality of the printer and then being able to open up our website to just have like a full brand, a full store to have merchandise, to have 
all sorts of things that we could test and see, you know, what worked with the drop shipping, you know, model. Um, it really, really helped us. It was a huge leap to get there, but mm-hmm. so worth it. And kind of like you said, it really helped us get our house in order in, in order to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. it was interesting that you guys did this during, during the pandemic in the worst of times where, uh, there were two things that needed to take place. One, you needed to build assets because you didn't have any. And then mm-hmm. second was you immediately needed to be selling while building. Mm-hmm. So two things were taking place. You're getting this house in order while selling and while making it. And I know that that was a massive lift, but I got to commend you guys because you listened, you did it, and you're reaping the benefits of it now looking back that you planted those trees when you did because mm-hmm. they're bearing fruit in multiple ways in different forms and you've have, you have multiple ways of not only just making revenue, but also making impact and reaching multiple people in different ways because you have multiple products and tiers, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of you on that. And you've absolutely crushed it. When you first came in, your numbers were low. Mm-hmm. And I remember like when we had these discussions of like, dude, six figures, I know it was like, you were almost like laughing. It was it's like impossible. crazy. Like, <laughs> we like, thought it was yeah. totally impossible. Totally. Well, and at and the you, time I was working, yeah. you know, working full time somewhere else. And our, our first goal was to get me working for us, you know, yes. where we could just be working together. And, right. um, you know, that happened after like the first, what, year or year, year and a half? Mm-hmm. Maybe? But it seemed, impo- it seemed impossible when yeah. we first started. Yeah, it was, but yeah. what was interesting, it was a mindset shift because here you yeah. go from, I don't know if we can and I need this. And then it was like a mind shift of like, imagine taking all the efforts of what you're doing for somebody else, just trying to get, you know, a hay in the barn or a dollar mm-hmm. that if you were to take that sweat equity of time and put that into Scooter, which is your number one asset, you guys as a couple and as a brand, the dividends are going to pay out way longer and you're building, you know, we, we can invest a tremendous amount of time. If it's on us, it's funner, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. You know, it's so much fun when you're building your own assets, staying up late, working on your own website. It's just this mm-hmm. labor of love and it's becomes one big act of worship, which is really great. And it was mm-hmm. really amazing to watch you make that transition, even though it was kind of unnerving. You're like, dude, we have no idea what's going to happen, but <laughs> yeah. you immediately were able to you were able to literally expedite and just infuse all this energy that Christy had going at the office and the loss of time to now just have the focus of laser focus of building the brand of you guys, which Mm -hmm. I think is just so, so amazing. Mm -hmm. So we talk about that infancy to adolescence to fully growing up and growing the brand and it being mature. There is a deciding factor though, when Christy quit her job, came to work for the business and you guys were still like so many unknowns, so much uncertainty, but there's a defining day, I believe. And it was a tipping point. And it was the day that we served up the idea of let's make decisions. Let's make all these decisions, not on the money, not even on the time, but on the quality of life for you guys in terms of the life that you guys want to live. What does that look like? And we kind of started there. Maybe unpack that a little bit of that process that we went through on you making the criteria for your decisions and the choices that you were going to make weren't being driven by money. They were being driven by a quality of life. Let's unpack that. Yeah. Well, that actually came about. So we, we did live in Northern California and we had a kind of a wine and paint company. And it was like the first thing that Christy and I did together uh, business wise. Mm-hmm. And um, it was successful out of the gate. We were working with Marty and Mimi Mosley in Redding, California at their winery. They just like total mom and pop. And they were like the first they're awesome because they're like the church outside of the church being the church in the business world. And we learned so much from them. Yeah. But it was through that, that we're just like, uh, you know, Christy was working for Bethel music. And so she quit that. And then we just were focused on our, our company and we loved it. Like, you know, we could go to the Mm -hmm. gym when we want and, you know, we were doing everything we wanted in our, you know, the kids, we were always there for the kids We just loved our quality of life. Yeah, we got a taste of something that we're like, ooh, we like this, you know? (laughs) Then we moved back to Colorado to be near family. And it was just like, we got to get that back because we didn't have it because we had tasted it. And we're like, oh my gosh, this this tastes really good. And so that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why we're like, we don't just want to grind. We don't just want to like 
we want to have a life. We want to enjoy what we're doing. And so I think that was something that got stuck in us that you mm-hmm. helped us kind of, and you still do kind of walk that out as far as just being real thoughtful as it's like you said, the golden hamster wheel, we could, we could be super busy and, you know, maybe it looks all great or whatever, but it's just, you know, mm-hmm. are we living life? Are we, you know, getting to enjoy being around each other and raise our kids? And, mm-hmm. and I just think that's something we're like, we're never want to give up on that. Cause I can look in the past and there's times where, you know, you could see that mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'll, you know, this will suffer for the business. And I think once you really taste a great quality of life and you are an entrepreneur and you can have both those things, you're like, you never mm-hmm. want to, you never want to go back to that grind of, you know, totally. That's yeah. And point. I, yeah. I mean, there's times when, yes, you're supporting and helping build someone else's dream. But for us, this was, you know, we made a conscious decision of we want to start purposely making a living, not a working. Like we want to, we want to live like and have fun living. And then work is a separate it like work is just something we do, you know, but it's also on our terms. I do think that when we started with you, that's really what helped us um, launch into, honestly, it's been, and it still is to this day. I don't think it'll ever end, but it's a process. It's a process of moving from working hard and giant leaps of faith. Like it's just a constant combination of hard work, pucker factor, stretching everything that you have within you, working your butt off and giant leaps of faith. Like, I just don't know that that'll ever end. And you almost don't, you don't want it to end. That's what makes it fun. You know, that's what makes it worth doing in the end, you know? Yeah. It's almost interesting as if like you had this lottery ticket or a big, big backing from, you know, your parents on an inheritance, you're like, I appreciate that, but I actually want to prove to myself that I can actually do this. There's like that mm-hmm. aspect as well. It's like, even the big wins, like you want it to be on your terms, like you did it, you helped, right? And I think you guys have done a wonderful job of exemplifying what true faithfulness looks like, um, that you can be trusted. The Lord gave you this creativity. He gave you these assets, the ability to create You've created an amazing company. You've created an incredible brand. You clearly defined why you do what you do. Uh, it's the driving force behind everything that you do. And um, if, man, if I'm if I'm up there and I'm the Lord looking down on you guys, I'm thinking, man, here's two two of my kids that have taken what I've entrusted to them. They've taken it. They didn't squander it. They didn't bury it. They grew it, and they're continuing to be faithful and trustworthy with what I've been giving them. And I just have loved to see how God's continued to bring supernaturally unbelievable opportunities. Um, <laughs> you make the plans, but he determines the steps. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really amazing. Um, I knew when I met you, I said, if you get your house in order, then opportunity comes. It's not like, oh, I have opportunity and capital, and now mm-hmm. I build something awesome. You built like the ark well before it was going to rain. It's the best way for me to describe it. And you guys were very, um, very intentional about that. And I knew that if you got the house in order, when opportunities do show up, they're going to do due diligence on you and go and look and be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a brand. I want to partner with them or we want to do a licensing deal with them or whatever. But looking back now, First of all, I want to tell you, good, great job. But don't you see now, in hindsight, how important getting that house in order is for when opportunity does arrive? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's made all the difference for, you know, recently just coming into different various, you know, licensing opportunities and mm-hmm. um, it, it's absolutely meant everything, you know, to have our house in order and we probably look way bigger than we are, but <laughs> well, that's, the, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's, that's the goal. What, that's, but, that's what we do. You know, but talk about a little bit about some of those things that are, are happening. Cause I think it's important for everybody to see the progression of like what's on the table to now because yeah. of the, some of the things you've done. Before you do that, I'll let you talk about that. But I, I did want to say this just to, I don't know, maybe it could be an encouragement to people. Um, you know, within our story, it really shows like God wastes nothing. Um, 
you know, we have so many varying experiences and past experiences between each other. We never thought about working together, having a business together, you know, but taking all of his art experience and his creative experience and then mine with retail and being a buyer and, you know, just all of my experience getting to partner that together, we would have never thought, honestly, like we'd have a business together or that there was something that we could actually partner on. And I just think it's a, it's really a cool picture that God wastes nothing, truly. Like anything that you've done in your past, you know, he can use it and you'll be surprised to think when he pulls it out and actually says, remember when you did this? Like you're going to get to do that again. It's even like Excel spreadsheets when you worked for Universal. She had to learn a new Excel spreadsheet. She didn't use it for years and now she's like a maestro. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. What would we do without her? Yeah. yeah. So I just, I don't know. I think our story definitely has that beautiful picture of God wastes nothing, but no, yeah, it's amazing. open doors and you can talk about the most recent doors. Well, yeah, I think, you know, getting, you know, getting on Shopify, getting that, you know, all going on was a massive part of us just being ready. But even mm-hmm. like in the slower times, you know, totally something we learned from you, you know, when I was just, when I was doing illustration and working for other people, um, I would work on my own pieces every once in a while, but I really wasn't that like totally into doing that. I was just like, I, I don't have any jobs right now. And I would just kind of wait for the next job. When you have your own business, you're like, okay, what God's given me this period of time where I don't have to be working on something. What do I need to be working on? And so one yeah. fun example was uh, earlier, gosh, the beginning of this year, I was just like, well, I feel like, you know, I'd love to work with Disney again. And so I, you know, came up with seven brand new, you know, Mickey and Minnie pieces. And then, you know, I mm-hmm. talked with you as far as like, you know, how, what's the best way to do this and story. And, mm-hmm. and so I had these pieces just waiting around. And then one day you're like, dude, you know, send me your pitch deck with those new pieces. And I was like, the pitch deck was built. It was just like, you know, I sent it and that just opened, you know, this massive door. And it's like, you said, um, in one of our elite calls, it's like all of a sudden this big invitation comes to you and, and I, I wasn't, we weren't thinking about it or striving or in that day, it was just all of a sudden opportunity presented itself. We give you the pitch deck and then it opens a big door. So yeah. that is one of the main things I've learned is like, you always can be, you know, planting or like working on something mm-hmm. that maybe you're not going to see the fruit of it um, mm-hmm. this year, but next year you are. Um, and I think, sure. 2023 has been a big year for us planting, but as you move into 2024, Mm -hmm. there's like, you know, opportunities, you know, with, with Disney, with art brands, with, with Pan Am, um, that just were so excited to walk into, but it was like, you know, it was things that our house was in order and we, we were always working on planting, never knowing when the harvest is going to come. It's fun when the harvest comes, but you know, <laughs> planting. And now it's like, it's fun to get to kind of move into like more of the, the reaping season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this a lot on our coaching calls that, you know, there's, you know, you make an asset, like you made a movie. Now you got to go out and you're going to spend the rest of your life marketing that asset. Mm-hmm. And art is that way, whether you're writing books, art, music, you name it. You're the author of that IP. And one of the things that I love about the, the, you know, I'm just a, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my own product with the profitable artist framework, but essentially what I'm, what I'm really excited about in the framework is that it's all about you building your IP. Like mm-hmm. if we look back on the artist scooters history and life, you know, we're at your funeral and we're looking back, what work are you really, really going to be proud of? Yes, it could be what you made for others, but you're going to be really proud of the, the the things you did for yourself. That was the true, authentic part of who you guys are. And you've done yeah. a wonderful job of like, oh, man, these new opportunities came. Yeah, but that's because I planted all of these other assets that were a part of who I truly am. That's mm-hmm. what attracts people, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff that we haven't seen before. Um, I do want to talk about a part, and this, this is the rub and the cost of admission, What is the cost of admission? What is the cost of admission for the quality of life in terms of the patience, the waiting, the business of uncertainty, the pioneering, the risk of entrepreneurship? Talk a little bit about what patience waiting looks like. 
Do you want to go? Do you want me to go on this one? <laughs> you can go if you want. I'll um, say something in a sec. No, I think, gosh, I think Christy's so, like, motherfucker. <laughs> she's going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm really, uh, like, I get a passion in my heart to go after something. And that's, that's just how God's kind of directed me through my life. Um, yeah. You know, and so I think I'm always, he'll, he'll put a passion like, hey, maybe go after that. And so the patience comes in where like, oh, I know something I want to go after, but maybe, mm. you know, we don't have the assets or we don't know how to do that. Or, you know, the, the timing is going to be a, be a while. But I, I think as long as I feel like just that's how he's guided me, if I'm following those passions that I know are from him, then I know um, it's almost like the, the patience is supernatural and I can rely on that knowing um, it might not look exactly how I think it's going to look, but I know he's going to use it um, to kind of get me to where he wants. So, so an example, really when I was working for Disney, I was like, oh, I want to illustrate a children's book. And this was like the last two years I was working there. And so I bought, you know, a computer and I learned uh, Photoshop and I basically just taught myself like how to make a book. And then, you know, one day we yeah. go into work and they lay the entire studio off and it's like, uh, we're like, okay. But I knew like before the studio got laid off, I was all excited about illustration. And that's, I was like, okay, cool. Like the next door, he's like, he already provided the next thing for me to go after. So mm -hmm. when we moved back here, you know, that's what paid our bills for like the last 20 years was the, the things I learned just because he put a passion in my heart and he knew, you know, the end was coming uh, for that studio. And so like, that's how he, he kind of does it. So now I kind of, I just have faith. I know if, if I feel like a passion comes from him, I know he's going to use it for something, even if I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. And so yeah. it kind of makes it um, easier to trust him in those uncertain times or the slow times. So mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know, that's just kind of how I'm wired. Yeah. Christy, for you, the waiting, the patience and the, um, uh, that part of the cost of admission. I, he, he doesn't uh, lead me like he leads <laughs> Scott, but I think for me, I, I'm settling into a, well, a, a Lord willing, this will happen. You know what I mean? I'm just going to work hard, use my talents, like do what I know to do. I want to feel good about how I finished each day. I had a goal or I, I accomplished, you know, that I've got these wins from today. I've got these goals for tomorrow and Lord willing, it's all going to come together, you know, and yeah. I think, uh, you know, I move more of like, uh, dreaming, like dreaming with God, dreaming with him of just like, Hey, well, what do we want to do? You know, I think that's where, um, like, well, what do we want life to look like? Do we want to travel more next year? Do we not want to travel more next year? Do we want to mm -hmm. this or that? Or, you know, mm -hmm. what, what's the next thing we want to go after? Um, and then I just kind of, uh, focus on the work that needs to get done for that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, it's just going to fall in place and happen when it's meant to happen or supposed to happen. And if it doesn't happen, um, I, I'm not always perfect at this, but I don't get butt hurt and I just move on and like, okay, well then what, what's next? What else do you have for us, Lord? If it's not that, what is it? Cause we know you have yeah. something good, you know? Yeah. 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 No, that's really good. So how do you, um, how do you maintain this? How do you maintain the balance of working as if everything depends on him or it depends on you knowing that everything does come from him? So what's your level of and your criteria of measuring? Am I grinding or am I, you know, am I genuinely authentically um, just living and operating from grace versus <laughs> trying to do my self-promotion upgrading and all that kind of stuff? out of my own self-will mm -hmm. yeah. because self-will run riot is the, the true disease because it's driven by this allure of success. Mm -hmm. The yeah. quality of life is what's driving you. Right. And so yeah. talk to me about kind of like your dashboard of what, when the lights go off, how do you discern that balance between those two? I, I think, um, I think what we've learned, especially over these last like five years being with you, um, you know, obviously you learn it in, uh, in doses, right? Because it's just life. You learn everything in doses. Yeah. But um, I think we've learned uh, it is so important to have 
mentors. It's so important to have people speaking into your life. It's so important to, I think for us as entrepreneurs, I can speak for us just saying we felt lost and dead without having dead in the water, without having a group of, you know, a community that could be around us and help us move, you know, in this business. And I think you you need to take the advice. You need to actually implement the advice. You're not going to know that it didn't work if you did ever tr give it a try. Like totally, you can go totally. and seek all the advice in the world, but if you never implement it and you never work hard and know that this is, there's going to be work to be done. But I think where it eliminates the grind part of it is when you're like, no, I know I'm doing all of these good uh, things. I'm, I'm implementing practical practices, practical things in my life. And I'm doing it. Yeah. If you, and then if you can literally write it down and calculate it, like, no, I've, I have performed all of these things. I've done this to the best of my ability. And then you have to learn to let it go. That's where you yeah. lose the grind when you're like, okay, I've literally done all the things I can do. Now it's completely up to him, whether this, yeah. the Lord, whether this takes off or not, or sure. whether this, piece is well received or whether this series is well received or this marketing campaign works like you, you do you learn to just yes you need the advice and you need the the steps and the practical applications and you need to do them and you need to implement them but there's a point where you have to learn over time to just let it go and yeah. know I, I've literally done the best I can do and so the yeah. Lord's going to take it from here I don't know. Yeah, that's God's, give, God's, God's giving you the that. seed. He's giving you the idea. He's giving you the asset. It's up to you whether you plant that in faith, whether you, you amend it, manure, you know, um, mm -hmm. your fertilizer, mm -hmm. your water, your care. But he, he's the only one who can make it grow. Mm -hmm. Right? And most entrepreneurs think, just think that they can hustle and buckle down, work twice as hard and scream at the plant to grow. But it's mm -hmm. madness. You know, you've done your part. Mm -hmm. Now let it do its thing. Scott, anything on that before we move forward? Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a couple of years back where I was really trying to get in with one company and I was totally striving. I was trying to do this in my own power, self-promotion and, uh, you know, it looked like it was going to happen and it wasn't happening. And then I was just like, you know, I was making phone calls and I kind of told you, you're like, dude, you're, you got to calm down a little bit. Like, I forgot how you said it. You said it very gentle, but you're just like you just got to let things happen as they're going to happen. I was striving and I knew it. And um, so I kind of backed off of that. So, and that's when things, it's like, you know, you've said it and I've, I've heard it from several people. It's like anything you get through your own striving, you have to maintain through that, your own striving, mm -hmm. you know, promotion. Right. Um, yeah. And I was just, I think the older I get or the more times you learn, like I, you don't want to maintain something out of your own power and your own striving then you're just, you almost take your hands off. You're like, you just want God to open doors and opportunities. And, as, and I can tell when I hit that striving or self-promotion, whatever, I'm just like, okay, just like, I can tell when that's happening. So I think it's, yeah. I just want God to do it because then he maintains it and he's the one that takes mm -hmm. care of it instead of me trying to, to mm -hmm. do that. Cause I've done, I've done the bad way and it's not fun. It's a lot of striving, oh, yeah. the grinding and More work. it doesn't feel like, yeah, <laughs> it like should be. it's, I just love being grateful. God does something amazing. You're just like, you're just blown away. And then you're just like, I'm so grateful. God help me not to mess this up. Cause it's such a fun <laughs> opportunity. You know, let's take it a step on when it comes to looking back over the last five years, if you were to go back in time and, and have a discussion to that, previous version of the two of you, the Scott and Christie of today travel back in time, stand before Scott and Christie five, eight years ago about that time when we did this whole thing and worked mm -hmm. on this whole process together. What would you, what advice and what would you instill into that couple? What would you tell them? You go first. <laughs> you want me to go yeah. first. Oh, Lordy. What would I say to what would you say to yourself? Um, you know, I think uh, where we're at now, even five years into this uh, seemed an impossible place to be five years ago. Um, I think I would have just spoken hope into us. Into so what did you tell her? Don't, give, know exactly up. Like, what you don't give up. You're actually going to achieve 
you're going to achieve these goals. You're going to get to work for yourself. You're going to get to have the quality of life that you're searching for. You're going to get to work with your best friend. You're going to get to, you know, wake up and whenever you want to wake up and you're going to get to, you know, do life and travel and you're going to get to work out every day and do that together. And it's, you're going to make it like you're going to make it. And mm. I think I probably need to tell myself that now for Christy five years from now too, watch the because there's, there's other things that, you know, it's never ending. It's like, now we're going after newer, bigger, greater, grander things. And so, totally. um, I think I would just tell myself like, yeah, it's going to be hard. Like suck it up, buttercup, just do it and um, keep going. Just don't give up. Keep going. Be filled yeah. with hope. You are going to achieve. If you, if you keep down this path, you're going to achieve what you guys are headed for. You're going to attain the quality of life that you're going for. So I love that. Scott, what about you, buddy? What would you tell Scott? I remember like hearing that. I forgot who said it. You probably said it. It's like um, <laughs> probably you're you're playing the long game. And so I think so many mm -hmm. times we're just like we're like we want success like within just like right away. And that that can happen. Like um, yeah. I think we experienced that in Reading when we started that business. It was successful. Just it, and I just assumed right like gate. oh that's how you started. Well, this business. is how it's business successful. works. Woo! Yeah. And I think do it. we started doing this, and I was just like, there's so much to learn that I just think uh, it is the long game, but it's so, it's such a freaking fun game. I love trying to figure it out. So I think mm. just knowing that just like, you know, it's like the ultimate puzzle that you get to kind of, you know, you get to do it with whoever you're working with, you get to do mm -hmm. it with God. But I think knowing it's the long game, just like calm down and then, mm -hmm. you know, okay, so this isn't happening now, you know, what can you work on? But um Mm -hmm. I just think it, it it is the long game and just play the long game. That yeah. helped my heart. So you just said, he so the, just said like, uh, you know, if it's not happening now, what can I work on? A lot of things that are coming to fruition, even like over this next year for us are because mm -hmm. he took those times and oh, said, yeah. well, what can I just work on now? What, what do I, I want to be? Do? What do I want to see in the future? And he mm -hmm. literally created those assets that didn't do anything for a year, but now this next year we're getting to see the fruition of them coming to pass. So no, I, I just that. wanted to comment on that too. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to, um, uh, ask a couple things and then just rapid fire answers. And then we'll go into the questions that you have for me. Cause you get to ask me some questions as well. Um, <laughs> Scott and Chris, Scott and Christy are part of my elite coaching, um, which are like the master builders that are, taking the frameworks of what's in the online course and in the online mentorship. But um, we meet twice a month and answer questions and go to deep dives. It's like mm -hmm. kind of active CEO in their back pocket of whatever they need, whenever they need it to be able to help provide them the, the, the guidance and the tools. And so they get to reverse the, uh, the, the rules today and they get to ask me, um, I'm asking questions, but they're going to ask me some questions, which is fun. <laughs> but with that in mind, um, we talk about in, in the curriculum and in the content that creatives, creative entrepreneurs, I, this isn't just for visual artists. This is just for entrepreneurs. They lack structure and self-discipline because they're their own boss. And then lastly, most don't go talk about or go let the world know the things that they've actually made, whether they've written a book, whether they've, you know, so I think you guys have done a really great job of fully embracing the, the program and the framework of really what structure, discipline, and go to market with letting people and making people see what it is you have to offer. And I would love for you to just share the reality of you can't just do the field of dreams of make it and people will come. You know, people are just going to come and buy this. You got to go tell the world about it. Uh, you guys did facebook uh live shows you've gotten in through everything in the car and went out to modernism week and did actual trade shows you've done the licensing show you've done speak to what discipline structure and self-promotion looks like and not the promotion to get but the stewardship of it's my job to let the world know we do have something mm -hmm. but i don't find my identity in that promotion i don't find mm -hmm. my worth in that promotion so could you speak to those three structure, self-discipline, and self-promotion. 
I can do self-promotion. Okay. So I think, gosh, it's probably about two years ago, we, we got on the discussion of self-promotion. And uh, I forgot, you were saying something to Christy, like, well, you should try this. And Christy's, uh, she's, she's a little spicy. You're like, you know, you've got, you've got wisdom. Like, what could you impart to the world that people would love to hear? And she's like, well, I don't want to get on there and talk about Shopify and like how to open your store or whatever. <laughs> so, um, so then I, I think you said like, well, Noah's just like, well, why don't you, why don't you to figure out something fun for you to go online and do as to promote yourself, but not in a selling way. It's more of a give just to get to know us. So, mm -hmm. you know, two years ago, or at least two years ago, we're like, okay, cool. Like, let's learn how to make cocktails. And we're going to go live at five on Fridays. We're going to learn how to make cocktails. And we didn't have any right. plans further than that, other than we enjoy. Let's get hammered. Yeah, let's get hammered. <laughs> but uh, so we started. We started doing that. And loose. Like, yeah, we loose. We should. Yeah, we're like we should do this for a reason. We're like, well, maybe we'll do it. We're, we're gonna make a cocktail book, an art cocktail book. Well, was, and that just flippantly came out one Friday night. Like we should just make a cocktail book. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's so, just do that. We're so doing that, it. That right. gave some purpose to what we were doing. But as far See? as like self-promotion, yeah, as far as self-promotion, it's like we have so much fun doing that. I've done yeah. self-promotion where it is like maybe not as fun as that. But I mean, that's where people get to know us. We're not striving. You're, you're also being supernaturally yeah. you. You're just being yeah. you. Yeah. Whether you just like this like, or not, that's who that's, we, what, yeah. that's, what, that's what I said. It's a Scott and Christie show. It's like, yeah, dude, just pull the curtain, pull the curtain back and let everybody see that. And you're just sharing but people don't realize that the actual psychological thing behind that is, is you're actually selling. Everybody's selling every day. Yeah. Everybody, everybody is. They don't realize it. But when you just share who you are, it's one of the greatest gifts and blessings of people just being able to get the Scott and Christie DNA into their life. And it like gives life and it's bringing hope. And like, they're yeah. not asking for anything. They're just loving on me and sharing what matters most to them with cocktails and mid-century mod. And yeah. we've got that in common. And so, that's great. Uh, Christy, speak to the self-discipline and the structure. Um, I think one of the biggest things we learned when we first started working with you is put it on the calendar. And I think that <laughs> yeah. goes with both structure and discipline because, sure. uh, you know, making yourself your own client and scheduling things out like almost to a crazy point, scheduling things out. But it, it helped us in the beginning really be disciplined and structured in everything mm -hmm. that we did. Because when you don't have enough assets or you don't have a grid for ever doing this before as, a, as an yeah. entrepreneur, you can't just fly by the seat of your pants all the time. Like sometimes you can and that works. But yeah. um, I think that was one of the crucial things that we learned in the beginning was putting it on the calendar and sticking with it, like staying disciplined. It's mm -hmm. like, no, sure. uh, we really, and, and we, <laughs> we do calendar retreats, uh, you know, where we literally calendar out like, okay, we, how many assets do we want this year? Like, all right, we want 20 new assets. Well, where are they coming from? When are they coming? What are our deadlines? Like creating self-imposed deadlines is another mm -hmm. biggie. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm backtracking, you know, if, okay, if I want these by this month, I need backwards. to work backwards where I need that, you know, three months from now I need to start or, you know, now for the next three months. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, that's just one way uh, it's, we've really implemented, I think, just structure and discipline and, and when we do those calendar retreats and you dream and you're like, what do you want to go after? It's like, well, we want to, we want to now start getting some licensing deals. Okay. Well, you need to put in your budget. You need to put in your plan. When is the licensing show? When are you going? Mm -hmm. Who are you going after? You start building pitch decks for when you go there. Like it's mm -hmm. just, you know, I think it's the disciplines of, of learning how to implement what you need to even go after the dreams that Dude, you have, you know, totally you have. And if I look back at the wins of all those decks of all those shows of all those live shows on Facebook on all the, you literally just did it. it that, that to me, that's like, so paramount. Mm -hmm. You like, you set in a plan, you forecasted, you had vision and strategy and you actually executed on it and you got results. And I think what's really awesome is if we, if we just went to bat and said, I hope we like hit a bunt or hit a single, but you guys are like, no, we're going to go to bat. We're going to try to hit a home run or a grand slam. Mm -hmm. Worst case, we hit a double or triple. Like mm -hmm. 
but we're getting on base. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love is like the more times at bat, the more opportunities. And there's a lot of strikeouts. I'll never forget the trailer show and it just being like <laughs> crickets, like just a goose egg. Epically but you know what? Epically but, horrible. But, but you but from it. You, that's you, what I'm saying. You my next, the, my next sentence was literally like, it's the greatest learning. The soonest that you can figure out what you shouldn't be doing, you mm-hmm. want to know. Oh yeah. Because you don't want to get you don't want to give any more oxygen to that. No. Like I'm not going to have that go any further in life. And so yeah. as you we wrap up like, here over these next date it, go ahead. Like date it hard and fast and then you figure out later what you want to marry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you no, wanna you wanna really date it. and break up as fast as possible and then yeah. latch onto that which you want to marry and like really ring the bell on that, which is awesome. Yeah. Um as we kind of wrap up this last uh portion here, um let's let's just you you guys have seen the value of mentorship and it's not coaching because I think coaching is for a season, but mentorship really says I'm I um mentorship for me says I see in somebody else what I want. Mm-hmm. And they're not just gonna give me the tools to it, they're gonna show me how to do it and they're gonna live it out as well. Mm-hmm. For those that have considered mentorship, coaching, deep diving and looking under the hood, um you use the term in the beginning of the show, you can't afford, you can't afford it, but you can't afford not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so talk to a little bit as, as we wrap up here, the importance of mentorship, the importance of um, somebody speaking into looking under the hood, but also looking at the hidden potential of what could be in your life and also um, seeing the blind spots mm-hmm. and the, the benefits that you guys have reaped from that. Yeah, I think um, I've always I've had I've had kind of mentors um, in my life, uh, my probably starting in the 20s on. I just saw the importance of it. I don't know if I knew the word mentor, but I just looked for people that knew more than I did. And um, I think when we first started working with you, it's just because I real. I mean, I think as soon as you realize like you could. You could mo- you could go so much faster, so much further when you do it with somebody else instead of yeah. you know me trying to reinvent the wheel. You know what the wheel is. You're like, dude, I can tell you what the wheel is, and like we can <laughs> build there, we can build that. that together. Um, fast fast track it, right? It is, and I think, and just you know, relationships like you're stuck with us. I'm sorry, like we're doing this forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like as soon as I started working with you, I was like, hey, that's that's our boy. He's we're our gonna- person. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> that horse, that horse is going to run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are hitched to you. So yeah, yeah. I just think, um, gosh, getting a mentor, I can't, I can't, it's, 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 it's paramount. Yeah. I think for us, it's just been huge. And I think one thing you need to do is actually listen to your mentor. Like, you know, Christy and I joke, it's like, you could, you could tell us like, okay, we'll try this business wise. Well, we're like, okay, whatever. whatever. We're like puppies. Like, yeah, okay, we'll do whatever. let's go do yeah. it. We're doing that. It's all right. But but because we respect you and we know like you've learned, like you've gone ahead of us, you know, and since you're more of the tip of the spear, you've gone in first and you get to share with us like what you've learned in doing that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I love that. I can't recommend getting a mentor enough. Um, I know you you feel the same Mm -hmm. way. And I think it's just crucial that you have, you got to have people in your life and you are absolutely one of these people for us where we can say, all right, where, what are we missing? Where, where was the miss in this? Yeah. What, um, what, what do you see in a, cause oh, nobody sees themselves how other people see them, you know? Totally, totally. And to have someone that you genuinely trust and love and appreciate to say, Hey guys, you're, I know you don't see this in yourselves, but you really, you got to do this. You got to try this. You got to, you got to look at this. This should be your focus. This should be your priority or you're missing it here. Um, And it's all done out of love. Like it, it all, it works when you know the other person has your best interests, you know, in mind and in heart and, you know, there's, there's been difficult things where you're like, Hey, I know it's going to hurt and it's going to be hard, but you got to try it or you got to just stick it out. You got to stick it through. You got to simmer down. You got to, I mean, there's lots of different, different ways. And then there's all the encouraging things that, you know, mentorship and um, having a community and a team around you that brings to, but I do think that 
the emphasis of being able to have somebody that can be just brutally honest with you when you need it and you don't yeah, get butt hurt, you, you receive it and you're like, okay, yeah. I, I'm going to take that to heart and I'm not going to get upset. Like I'm, I'm really in this, not just to puff myself up. I'm, I'm in this to learn. And that means admitting things. It means changing things. It means growing. Right. It means the hard yeah. stuff too, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, I think that's really huge. All right. Well, you guys get the luxury of wrapping up the show um, on this episode of, of asking me questions, whatever you'd like. But um, I just, yeah, I'm, I just, I'm so proud of you, and you know, watching your guys's continued, um, you know, evolution of your everything from your your marriage to your, you know, how close all of this has brought you, the challenges, the stepping out in faith. Um, the dark days. I mean, there were times when I know you wanted to pull the ripcord and you're just like, it was pissed, frustrated, <laughs> strained, um, dark day, dark, 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 dark days. But you got it to Scott's Scott's deal is to play the long game. And th mm -hmm. there's, there isn't an option to throw in the towel. This there's is no like, yeah. No. no, no, yeah, there's no option. This is it. There's no turning back. You're past the point of no return. Yeah. And so now it's just like, Dude, we're all in, all chips in. And I love the fact that you're living be bigger than yourself. You're not just here to get your own needs met. You're not here just to get more comfortable. God's brought you to this point and you're like, okay, what's next, Lord? And I love the fact that you forecast, the fact that you, you know, you allocate, you look at the long game, you look at the year, you work your way backwards. Like you're stewarding your time, your talent and your money in the best, best ways. And that's done by design. And that's why I'm hoping everybody that's listening to this realize the importance of creating a life by design. Mm -hmm. It takes intention, measuring, looking at and implementing. And like, you know, that house does not get built unless it's got a really amazing architecture. And so, yeah. um, yeah. Hats off to you guys. Well done. Okay. Hit me with your questions. Thank rapid fire. You. I'll say this too. I think just um, with everything that you just said, when you do do all of that and you implement it and you have the discipline and you have a mentor and all of that, it's all of those elements coming together that really do help you move from that grind mindset into the quality of life. And that, that's keeps stays your goal. Like that's your true North. And, and yeah. I think it's just continuing in implementing and doing all of those things enables mm -hmm. you to keep that your quality of life being your true North and, and how, um, how you get there. So. No, I love that. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we're going to put in the show notes ways that you guys can get a hold of Scott and Christy and get on their um, Instagram and also get on their website. Uh, but they do have some unbelievable products. Make sure you pick up that cocktail books, amazing gifts and uh, amazing things that you can uh, use and just integrate into your life. But they have a ton of merchandise and great, great products. Also, um, they are going to be debuting at uh, Festival of the Arts down at Disney World, uh, represented by Noah Fine Art. You, you're my, uh, I did. my beautiful team. And we're so excited mm -hmm. that there's this beautiful opportunity for them to showcase their beautiful work and make sure to stop by their booth, uh, this year, if depending on when you're listening to this, uh, they're in Italy. Uh, sometimes that can change every year, but inside of Epcot, um, during January and February, we're going to be there for the festival of the arts. So make sure that you check show times and, and, uh, signing times. But if, when you, if you got a chance to meet these folks in, in person, it's definitely an experience and a, and a force to be reckoned with. You'll, you'll always know if you've been around Scott and Christy. Awesome. Go, go ahead and hit us with your, uh, with your uh, questions. You go first. I'll go you first. Go. So I think you're uh -oh. very, I think you're, you're a very healthy person. I think, you know, you walk, you exercise, you eat well. Mm -hmm. um, but you also enjoy the finer things of life, say, with dessert. So I was sure. curious... One time you shared with us that you eat Oreo cookies and ice cream like chips and salsa. I was curious, like how many, how many sleeves of Oreos and how much ice cream have you gone through in like your most crazy dessert? One oh, the most, yeah, the, the, I wouldn't call it a binge, but it's like a feast, right? <laughs> a feast. Um, a feast. Yeah. Uh, 
it's really interesting because your mind will be like, by the time you get to that point on Sunday, like after church and like, okay, here comes my big feast meal, right? <laughs> I used to be able to do that feast even at night, but the problem is that much sugar or that much food in general, oh, yeah. my metabolism goes like nuts and like, I can't sleep because my heart rate's going so crazy, but to thoroughly, to be able to enjoy it and enjoy it well, um, like typically, like I'll do two pints of Halo Top or I'll do two um it used to be enlightened and it's actually a lighter ice cream but um the sleeves of oreos are frozen there and our family kind of like all gets in on those sleeves but they're double stuffed oh frozen so they they don't break apart really easy to snap. <laughs> but you use that you use that to scoop out your ice cream but costco has the best vanilla because it's humble yeah and uh, made by humble and it's that really kind of like like sticky, sticky, like fudge vanilla. Like it's really thick. And so it doesn't break down. Um, (laughs) It's perfect for with those Oreos. So yeah, I could, but if you were to say, Hey, no, I kill this quart of mint chip ice cream from Trader Joe's. I'd be like, Oh yeah, no problem. Like no problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now granted, like I gotta, I'm walking five miles a day and weights three times a week. I gotta like, in order to do that, like that, that is, that is earned. That is not something that is like, that's it's, oh my goodness, totally. Okay, I was going to ask something else, but I'm going to ask something different. Okay. Um, okay, what so far to date has been your mm. favorite moment or part of working with us to Yahoo's? Oh. I like it. When, I like it when I like it when Christy loses her crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. And then I, and spicy. You can get a little spicy, but I love the fact that it's like one, one, we're that close that you can be that real. It's literally like family. But then Scott, then I, then I think like I get to hang up. He has to live with her. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that guy he has to like go to bed. He's got to like deal with that on the daily. I'm like, okay. It's so good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I love that aspect. But I, I, I absolutely love like, there's this, I think probably one of your greatest assets as a couple, because it's not Scott and it's not Chrissy. It's like the Burroughs, the fact that you guys cohesively are a product, are a team that the world gets to enjoy. It's really this contagious joy, um, regardless of, how funny. I've got a blue jay sitting on the top of my rock fountain and he's like pushing his wing down on it, like flaring the water out. I'm like, wow, that guy's aggressive. (laughs) Sounds like somebody's taking a leak in the yard. I'm like, what the, oh, it's a blue jay sitting on top of my thing. Um, But, but your your contagious joy in the midst of extraordinarily difficult circumstances to just like you're not going to buckle our joy like you you just you lived above your circumstances it's you know crazy waves are rolling and you guys are flying and hovering above them on the joy of the lord is your strength you're hovering on all of those things on the much bigger picture the bigger play and you've done a really wonderful job of doing that. That's probably one of my favorite parts. I'm like, yeah, things are nuts, but I know that they're not going to pull the ripcord and get, but like you said, Christy, you're not going to get butt hurt. You're not going to be like, I mean, even if you did, what good, what good is it? It's, mm-hmm. it's not going to change anything. Right. And, and um, I think I've watched you guys evolve with your emotional intelligence as to how you, how you interpret, um, decipher, and execute on circumstances that are happening externally. You've done a wonderful job of growing up in those ways. And you, to watch mm-hmm. that maturity is just phenomenal. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things to see about you guys. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. All right, last, last question. What, Here we go. What's the biggest trouble you got into as a child? You got caught doing something, What was, and it was like... Yeah. What was that big? I can speak of? Yeah. There's a good stuff we're going to hear on this on the side. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know, man. Like I'll, I'll never forget when I, like I, you know how back in the day there used to be at the end caps in a grocery store, those like candy bins. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, one gumdrop. They're not going to notice. And like, I did that. And then like when we were checking out and walking outside, my dad's like, where'd you get that? And like, uh Oh, like I've been found. And then it's like, no, you got to go in and talk to the store manager and tell him what you did. Wow. And so it's like one of those, like, Hey, you need to go 
you need to go make good on this thing. And so like that really, really, really stuck with me. It was like, okay, that was, that was gnarly. <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't know, like lying or I'm just trying to think of anything like big as a kid. We moved around so dang much, like 35 years or I'm sorry, 35 houses in like my childhood. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Like I'm trying to like go back through every place um, and think of anything like, I don't know, man. I was like in youth group and stuff. And like the big deal was like ice blocking at night, like, you know, breaking in somewhere, sneaking into the movies, or, <laughs> um, you know, anything like that. Like I, I, I love that, but I actually think we do that more for the thrill than we do for the movie. It's like, Oh, we pulled it off. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that was like the worst thing that I did, you know, it's You're a good, good kid. He's You're a good, good kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried to be, I tried to be, <laughs> um, well, you guys, I'm, 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 I'm super thankful. Um, any closing remarks or anything that you would want to tell anybody that's considering doing what you guys are doing, um, encouragement for them as they wrap up this segment. I would just say, if you're looking for, um, an amazing community and an amazing mentor that, uh, I couldn't recommend Noah, you know, enough, like you're amazing. Mm -hmm. And the group of people you put together for, uh, elite coaching, I just, I think if you're out and you're hearing me right now and you feel stuck or you just want to move on, invest in yourself, yeah. take, mm -hmm. take the chance, reach out to Noah, find out more about, you know, what he offers and, uh, don't wait, just start going after no, it. And mm -hmm. I, I appreciate it. I, and for the listeners, I did not tell them to do that by the way. So <laughs> I, that's very kind of you. And I appreciate that. But we but, mean like, you, um, yeah, we honestly, you can tell through what we share. It's been a massive part of our life. So. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that a lot. And I do love the family of community that has been created here. And it's yeah. because you all do such a wonderful job of coaching each other. I get to be um, blessed by just sitting on the sidelines, watching you guys do it and um, answering some questions and, you know, encouraging you guys, but you guys are doing the work and you're seeing the results. Super proud of you. Thanks for being on the show and uh, make sure you click the show notes down below to be able to get information about um, Scott and Christy. And then, uh, yeah, super grateful for you guys. We Thanks for you. watching. Grateful for and, you too. Uh, for you too. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs>